This episode of the Most Wanted Podcast is sponsored by From the Inside Studios. FDI is a collaborative collective that aims to get the real you showing. Their mission is to showcase artists from all mediums that display a hardworking and passionate approach for what they create and also reciprocate the love towards the other artists in the community. Their main hub on Instagram is where you'll be able to find all the original series that they have to offer from the FTI newsletters, which showcases three artists per newsletter. Right now, you can use promo code FTIMWP for 15% off all their merchandise. Once again, that is FTI. MWP for 15% off all their merchandise. So thank you so much for FTI for sponsoring this episode. Hope you guys enjoy. to the Most Wanted Podcast. I'm your host, Nahum Bogala, and nothing is safe from discussion over here. Before we start off, let me shout out those listening in on Anchor, Radio Public, Overcast, Breaker, Pocket Cast, as well as Google Podcast. Also want to give a big shout out to those listening in through Spotify as well. If you're listening in from Apple Podcasts, make sure to give a five-star rating and review as well. If you're listening in on YouTube via the Hive channel, make sure to like and comment on the video and subscribe to the channel while you're at it. I also just started streaming on Twitch as well, so follow me at Bogala Nahom, uh, which is pretty much my last name first name on twitch to watch me play either you know either play games or just live or you're just watching me live react to some uh some things on youtube as well you can stay up to date with the podcast on instagram at most wanted podcast as well as twitter or at most wanted pod damn it's been a minute huh that's crazy how y'all doing bro Oh my goodness, it's been a long time since I've recorded an episode, like a solo episode. Oh my goodness. My bad, guys. School has been a bitch and a half, bro. Well, it it just started, but like still, life has been going crazy. But this episode, as you can clearly tell from the title, Goat Piece, bro. You already know that we're talking about the motherfucking goat. So as if you may or may not know, One Piece is probably one of my favorite manga slash anime of all time. Uh, I used to think it was Naruto, but I was a child. I can't cap. If you were a fan, if your favorite anime is Naruto of all time, either that's nostalgia talking or you just haven't experienced enough in terms of anime and manga because I can tell you for a fact, there's so many better ones compared to Naruto. Oh my goodness. But yeah, basically this episode, I just want to talk about why I love One Piece so much. It's pretty much me fan gushing over it. I can't cap. I'm, I'm gonna keep it a buck. It's just me fan fangirling over it. So, first and foremost, main character. Luffy's my fucking goat, bro. I don't know about y'all. Luffy's my motherfucking goat. This nigga is A, with the shits. This man is all about the energy, bro. And B, that nigga has never switched up on who he is. From day one, oh my goodness. A1 from day one, you niggas boo-boo. I'm telling you for a fact, bro. This nigga Luffy stays ten toes on whatever he says. Oh, man, this man, from a kid, he stuck to his same ideals, and look at him now. Also, big spoilers for the anime and manga for One Piece. If you know me, you kind of know I accidentally spoiled some shit, so I'm gonna warn you guys right now, spoilers. Anyways, so in terms of One Piece, I love Luffy as a main character because he never really switches up on who he is as a person, and people all wrap around towards his cause. Like, they could be... Literally, for example, Katakuri, who is supposedly, not supposedly, but he is like the main villain of Whole Cake. Uh, obviously, Big Mom is like, you know, the, the emperor 
But like Kyler Curry is like her first in command. So and Big Mom was kind of you know on some nut shit at that point. So it was practically Kyler Curry running the ship. And even Kyler Curry had to come to respect this nigga Luffy. He's like, hey man, I ain't gonna cap. You got the you, you came with the shits, bro. I ain't gonna lie. I thought you was sorry. You nah, nigga. You got it. You got it. And it's just the way he acts, like, you you see the character progression from him being, you know, it's just a one-man crew to him in Enya's lobby. Oof, that shit hurt me. We'll get to it. We'll get to what I'm talking about in Enya's lobby. But, like, you can see the character progression move on there. Then Marineford, whew, if you know, you know. And now look at him now. Man is practically considered a Yonko going up against big nigga Kaido. Big nigga Kaido, game six Kaido, oh my goodness, Lansing Air Kaido, oh my lord, I cannot lie, the One Piece community has been going crazy with the agendas, oh man, but we'll get to it, we'll get to it. So one of the things that I really love about One Piece is the world building that is involved with it, that is probably the biggest aspect of One Piece that everyone can attest to. Like, literally no one can shit on the fact that One Piece's world building is some god-tier level thing. God-tier level. Like, Oda, I don't know how he does it. Like, I don't know if he has, like, a game plan that he started from years ago. But, like, somehow he's able to connect things that he recently introduced all the way from the first fucking chapter of the manga. And keep in mind, the manga started in 97, 98. It's 2021 now. That is fucking crazy. And, like, the way the world is moving to where it's, like, nothing is really static. Nothing is really waiting on the main character to make a move and then people make a move afterwards. No, the world is moving on its own and Luffy and the Straw Hats are adapting to said circumstances. Which is pretty much the world in general. Like, real life shit. And I'm like, yo, that is fucking dope. Most, most animes are, like, most general animes. Talking more so about Shonen, to be honest. Most of them would be waiting until, like, the main character or the main character's group to cause a or cause an event or you know do a certain action and then they would react to it but like if you really think about it they're act they're people as well so wouldn't you think that they would have their own actions and accords and agendas to be pushing as well and but in one piece they actually do and i'm like yo that's fucking perfect another thing that i really really do enjoy about one piece keep on i don't know how long this episode is going to be this is just me like gushing over how much i love this series so much the second thing the women, bro. Mm, 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 mm. I don't know what Oda be doing with that pen of his, but mm, 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 mm. they be going crazy with them designs. Best girl right now, Nico Robin. Mm -hmm. I need her to bend me over. Actually, whoa, I'm wildin', I'm wildin', I'm wildin', I'm wildin'. <laughs> I'm wildin'. But I need her to show me everything her devil fruit can do. I'm not even... I can't cap. I, I need I need that shit in my life, bro. And I found out that she's like 6'2 as well. Mm, even better. Ooh-wee! But yeah, women designs, A1. Then again, I'm talking like as a horny, a horny nigga. So like, take that for what you will. But hey, I, I ain't wrong though. I ain't wrong. You see them designs, you're like, mm-mm-mm. Scrumptious, bro. Absolutely scrumptious. Finger looking good, one might say. The fights... The fights go crazy, bro. Oh my goodness. One Piece fights. Okay, I'll say this in terms of One Piece fights. Naruto fights are much, I don't want to say much better, but they are better in terms of hand-to-hand -hand combat. I can't lie. Naruto fights go crazy, bro. Rock Lee versus Gara, probably top three favorite fights of all time for me. Rock Lee versus Gara, Kakashi versus Obito, that shit was hard. 
hard, hard. The final battle between Naruto and Sasuke, granted, I know that most of it was filler in the anime because the manga went straight to the point. But no, in the anime, they was throwing fades, bro. They were throwing them haymakers, that six-piece combo with a dessert and a drink on the side. Oh my lord, they were going crazy. But in One Piece, is, I would say in comparison, One Piece, while it's not as extreme, not extreme, but like more so, while it's not as extravagant in terms of Naruto's like hand-to-hand -hand fighting style, I would say it's a lot more creative based off of like the devil fruit system that's put in place. Actually, that's another thing that I should say as well. The power system in One Piece is so unique and creative. Oh my, the devil fruit system, that allows Oda to do almost anything he wants and it makes perfect sense well as long as it makes sense in like you know one piece universe wise but it's oh it fits so well and some of the devil fruits actually fit alongside the personality of said character like for example luffy with the rub the gomu gomu no mi with the, the rubber rubber fruit with that fruit it always symbol it symbolizes for luffy like no matter how many times you beat that nigga up like you could fold him break his spine I don't know if anyone could get up from breaking their spine. I mean, ask Batman, but we'll save that for another day. <laughs> uh, like, no matter what you try and do to Luffy, he will always bounce back and be as resilient as possible and push through for that W, which is practically, you know, go like the rubber rubber fruit, like it's literally rubber, it turns you into rubber. Or for example, my favorite villain in One Piece, Don Quixote do Flamingo. Oh, the heavenly demon. Oh my goodness, that's my nigga right there. Oh my goodness. Uh, Dofi's fruit is the, I think it's called in Japanese, the Ito Ito no Mi, which is like the string string fruit. Reason why, oh, I don't want to say reason why it's called that, but like it fits Doflamingo's personality because he's always manipulating people in the shadows. He's always pushing things towards his agendas, very behind the scenes kind of. Yeah, he was a dictator. Yeah, he was, he was a dictator. And like the devil fruit system is so creative where it's like the three branches, which is um, Zoan, a zone type devil fruit will turn you into an animal so you get three forms off of that so it's like there's the full zone form which is like the full animal form um the full like your regular human form and then the hybrid which is like typically is like the strongest form that you would take if you're a zone which is like a mix of uh, your human and animal form and then uh, logia fruits are pretty much like an elemental based fruit so like for example aces or Sabo's, um, Mera no Mi, which is like the flame flame fruit, which is pretty much just the fire devil fruit. Like it, it literally turns you into fire. And I can't lie, oh, I wish I had that devil fruit. That, or NL's Goro Goro no Mi, the light, I think it's called the rumble rumble fruit in English. It's pretty much, it turns you into lightning. It pretty much gives you the abilities of lightning and turns your body into lightning. If I had either NL's or Ace's devil fruit, oh my lord, that, those are probably my two favorite devil fruits. Those shits go crazy with the creativity. Oh my goodness. And the last category is Paramecia. That literally means, well, Paramecia, that category is like anything else Oda wants, it will be put there. Nigga has like a jacket jacket fruit, the rubber fruit, the string fruit. Um, uh, fucking, uh, I think it's like the so-so, uh, the so-so fruit, which is like, you know, like sewing, like sew with like needles and like when you're sewing for clothing and shit, I don't know how to explain it. It's just so creative and shit. And I'm like, how do you, how do you think of something like that? That's so wild. Uh, what else would I say? And yeah, that's pretty much leading into what I was saying earlier and overall about how that practically gives Oda the creative flexibility in his fights where it's like 
he could do so many different things. Like for example, Luffy's devil fruit, the Gomu Gomu no Mi. It pretty much just gives him the properties of rubber. Like he, his whole body is rubber. But the way he gets his power ups is directly based off of his devil fruit and how his experience and like different ways that he's learned to use that said devil fruit. One of those things is called gears or the gear system. So there's gear two, gear three, gear four. Uh, gear four in implements hockey, which is in another, what's it called? Another power system. I don't want to say it's complicated, but I don't want to talk about it in this episode. It's not like it's bad. It's really strong, but it's just a lot of extra talking. Uh, but gear two, gear three. Gear two, literally, it's pumping because his body is made, like all of his body is made of blood, including his internal organs. What happens is like he expands, like he stretches out his, uh, what's it called, his heart and blood vessels to make it pump more blood. And as a result, it, it gives him more speed. Uh, it makes him stronger. And I'm like, how the hell do you think of something like this? Gear third, he literally bites into his thumb and blows air into his bones. Well, that's, what, well, no, not bone. No, it is bone. Yeah, yeah it's bone. And he b bites into his bone and then like it inflates his arms to such a degree. I'm like, that's fucking genius. And like, how, how do you think of something like this? It gives you so much creativity. So I'll say in terms of Naruto and One Piece, Naruto beats One Piece in terms of like just straight up hands, like, you know, back and forth, like straight fades type thing, like the choreography there. But One Piece beats Naruto in terms of the creativity in set fights because Oda could do so many different things with his devil fruit system. Uh, what else would I say? Ah, another thing that I really, really do enjoy about One Piece the side characters, specifically the Straw Hat crew. I don't even, like, can you even classify the Straw Hats as like a side crew or a side character? They're practically like main characters at this point. Not even at this point, they've always technically been main characters. It's just me, and keep in mind, every person has their favorite character in the Straw Hats. Every person has their favorite character in the Straw Hats. And mine, I got two, I got two. Well, obviously, you know, there's Batty Girl Robin, so you know, Give me a chance, you know what I'm saying? But I got two of my favorite straw hats. Sanji, ugh, cold, coldest nigga in the series. Oh my goodness, this nigga's fighting style based on just using his legs, martial arts, oh my lord. This nigga will literally kick you down to hell, bro. Oh my goodness. And then of course, our lord and savior, the messiah himself, the one above all, God Usopp. This man does not miss, this man does not lie, or he does lie, but like, you know what I'm saying? This nigga is gone. This nigga is literally gone. It's two jokes, bro. But yeah, another, one thing that I will say though about One Piece, and I know I'm going like really back and forth, but at this point, you've been listening to my podcast for how long now? You kind of, you kind it comes with the territory where I'm just bouncing back and forth if it's a solo episode. But one thing that I will say about One Piece is that the community can get toxic at times, like in terms of power scaling. Ugh, oh my lord, there's different power scalers. My fucking uh, the Sanji Zoro agenda. Oh my goodness, that's probably the most toxic shit I've ever seen in my life. Granted, I love Zoro. No one ever should hate Zoro, but I do prefer Sanji over Zoro based off of said character, you know, character progression as well as his backstory. Like, I'm just saying in comparison to Zoro, I prefer Sanji's. But in terms of strength and, like, feats, yeah, Zoro beats Sanji's, bro. Like, I ain't gonna lie. But the niggas on the internet that are caping for Zoro, bro, oh, my lord. Those are Hall of Fame-level dick riders, bro. I've never seen someone ride the dick of a 2D character more than the Zoro stands. Holy shit. 
Oh my lord, I don't even want to say some of the things that I that I've seen because a I forgot most of them. Silly me. Wow, my voice be cracking today. That is tough. Anyways, <laughs> what was I saying? Yeah, most of them I do forget, but like you, if you follow the One Piece community on like Twitter, you will see the amount of dick riders for Zoro. Granted, there's also some toxic niggas on Sanji's side. But the loudest minority are always on the Zoro side, and it pisses me off, bro. I ain't gonna lie. Originally, this episode was literally just me gonna be talking about me, my pain as a Sanji stan. But like, bro, I like when I was originally recording this episode, I immediately, not immediately, but like as I was talking about being a Sanji stan, I immediately started talking about the rest of One Piece, and I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just gonna record a whole episode about my love for the series and like how much I really do appreciate the work that's been put into it. So yeah, in terms of least favorite of the Strahats, because I feel like niggas are gonna ask me regardless, like, I don't even think you can have a least favorite, bro. Like, everyone, like, we all love the Straw Hats. Like, if you're a One Piece fan, everyone loves the Straw Hats. There are some that you would put on a higher pedestal than others in terms of, like, you know, favoritism, but, like, you know, everyone has their favorites. But if I were to say someone, some of them that I like the least, ah, uh, probably Nami or... Either Nami, I don't want to say Chopper. Chopper, Chopper's cool in my opinion. He's alright. Maybe Brook. Actually, nah, nah. I actually rock with Brook. Nah, Brook and Whole Cake was actually that nigga. I can't lie. That nigga was going toe to toe with Big Mom. Mmm, that nigga was cold as hell, bro. Brook literally stared into Big Mom's eyes and said, "Yo, young lady, I know you ain't trying to talk to me in that sort of manner." Cause keep in mind, Brook is older than Big Mom, so I'm like, "Hey, yo, this nigga spitting right now." I mean, you got folded, but like still. What? But yeah, I'd probably say like Nami would be my least favorite, but I still really do rock with Nami, but I'm just saying in comparison to the rest of the Straw Hats, that's just how I feel. But that was a mean tangent. Anyways, what, what else do I really love about One Piece? The story, the mystery behind One Piece. Oh, Oda knows exactly what I love. Like my thing with stories is that I really do love mysteries when it comes to stories. Like for example, this like, the if you guys have heard the game about i think the game is called 12 minutes it's practically like a murder mystery or yeah it's like a murder mystery where you are trying to figure out what the hell is going on and why you are stuck in a time loop that will repeat itself every 12 minutes i don't want to spoil anything for that game because it's really really cool but yeah like for example for one piece Whenever you find out something that has been teased and anticipated for for so long, whenever you get one answer, you get two more questions. And you're like, what the fuck? And you just keep... It's like a bread crail that Oma... Oma, my bad. Oda, who was the mangaka for One Piece, keeps leaving for you. And it's like some shit that you didn't even realize could be planned for in terms of the story is already set up there. Like, for example, Sanji and his backstory. It was teased all the way back in Skypea. Skypea was, I think, back in 2004 it was airing in terms of the anime. I think? No, probably a little bit later than that. 2005, I think. 2004, I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, it was teased that he was originally from the North Blue in said arc when uh, they were talking about the story of Nolan the Liar. And Nami asked him, oh, you've read this book? Because he recognized the book. He's like, yeah, everyone from the North Blue has read that book. And Nami's like, wait, but I thought you were from the East Blue. And Sanji's like, no, no, no. I was from the North Blue originally, but I moved to the East. 
And then you think about it, it's like, how the hell would he be able to move because there's the red line that's blocking the fucking, you know, the world between the North Blue and the East Blue. And then you find out in Whole Cake, decades later, how, like, it's actually all perfectly connected. And you're like, what the fuck? And it all connects back to Sanji's backstory. And it's the little breadcrumbs that Oda leaves around that it just make it just, I don't know what it does, but, like, it just fills me so much, like, mystery and like theorizing and i'm like and the best part about it is the one piece community where we all come together and we're all theorizing about oh maybe it could be this maybe the one piece is that oh what about this the final war this or something along those lines it's just all constant theory like theorizing as a community and it's so great it's just what a time to be a one piece fan especially with the wano anime going on Ooh, that shit going crisp with the animation oh my goodness that shit is Filthy nice. I get that was not the greatest wording, but y'all know what I mean. It was nice as hell. It still is nice as hell. But, oh, last thing I'm probably gonna say is the villains. The villains in One Piece are some great villains. Kaido, for example, I'm gonna say right now, Kaido's in my top three for best villains. The moment we get a backstory for him, oh my goodness, that shit is gonna go He's probably gonna be top one. He's probably gonna be top one. But until then, I got my, my dog, Don Quixote do Flamingo. When you see the backstory and the shit that he does, and you see how it's all uh, linked together in the nature versus nurture aspect between him and his brother Corazon. Rest in peace to our nigga Corazon. Anyways, when you see that and connected to like the nature versus nurture aspect, and then you see his backstory, you see how strong he is, and you're like, damn, this is probably one of the best villains that we've ever seen in One Piece. And then you look at that nigga Blackbeard. Oh my lord, this nigga is some either. There's so many theories about Blackbeard, by the way. Holy shit. Oh my lord. I'm, I don't want to make this whole podcast episode just a theory based episode on Blackbeard, but yo, when you start doing a little bit of research, bro, that shit might go crazy with the amount of ideas. Oh my goodness. But yeah, Blackbeard is a great villain. Crocodile, Doflamingo, Kaido's a great villain. Oh my lord, like, One Piece villains, they make it, especially Oda, Oda makes it so that you can feel sympathetic towards what they're doing, but you still, like, hate them. Like, well, we, we still hate Blackbeard for what he did, but we don't know why he did it. Well, we do know why, because, you know, he wants to become Pirate King, but at the same time, it's like, if we see a backstory, then we're like, oh, that explains this, this, or that. Like, for example, we saw Doflamingo's backstory, where he was originally, you know, a heavenly dragon, and then, you know, his father was actually a nice dude. Dofi was always a dickhead. And his father says, oh, yeah, yeah, we want to live amongst, you know, the regular people. And it's a story of literally going from riches to rags and from rags to riches for Doflamingo in, like, the craziest sense possible. And I'm like, holy shit. Okay, I understand what you're doing, and I understand why you're doing it. It's still fucked up, though, and I hate you for it, but I gotta, I gotta respect it. I gotta respect how well-written you are as a character. So, that's pretty much my love for One Piece, man. Like, it, it's such a great series. And the fact that it's already coming to an end, oh my lord, it, it really does hurt. Because I started binging One I binged One Piece, I think, in the winter of 2019. So, about two years ago now. And I, oh, I did not sleep. I think that was the moment I fucked up my sleep schedule for life. Like, it was already bad before, but I was binging One Piece. Like, I'd watch until like 
three, four in the morning, and then I watch again later on when I wake up. Oh, but I, if I had the chance, I'd go back and do the same thing over again, man. It's been such a fun journey. Doing it with the One Piece community as well on Twitter and like the YouTubers based on One Piece are fucking phenomenal. Shout out JD Legend, Brago DAs, fucking King of Lightning. Who else do I watch? Mr. Morge, O'Hara. Bro, they go crazy. I know I know there's definitely more that I've been watching. Sensei, I think, Grand Line Review. Bro, they all are some top-notch YouTubers in terms of One Piece, bro. Oh, man, but I love this series. I can't believe it's coming to an end soon. So before I end this episode, I want to say thank you, Oda, for, you know, being a fucking GOAT. You are definitely for sure a top five mangaka of all time. Oh, that nigga, that nigga is cemented for life, bro. That nigga going crazy. But, hey, thank y'all for making it to the end of the episode. If you want to show love to the podcast, follow me on both Instagram at Most Wanted Podcast and Twitter at Most Wanted Pod to stay up to date on guest features, upload days, and more. Once again, want to shout out those listening in on Google Podcasts, Breaker, Overcast, Radio Public, Pocket Cast, and Anchor. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, make sure you give a five-star rating and five-star rating and review. You can also listen to the podcast on Spotify as well as YouTube via the Barhive channel, where not only you can find my podcast, but plenty of other top-notch material. You can also catch me on Twitch, once again, at my last name, first name, Bogal Nahom. That's the white person way of saying it. It should really be Bogal Nahom. And you can find me live reacting to uh, shit on YouTube or playing games once I get that figured out. And you can just follow me there. Uh, Until next time, we out. Easy, y'all.